Hey guys, we've made it. Episode 3 of the Impact Sessions podcast is live. Thank you for joining us. Uh, this week I chat to Raphael Lee. Uh, we talk about profit versus purpose and it's super relevant. You know, Raph has just started out at the Mustard Seed Creative Studio and yeah, this chat ranges around, you know, how do you set course for the impact that you want to make and also where's the focus when you're thinking about money as well, hence profit versus purpose. And I think this episode, yeah, is just... Um, this is the kind of episodes I like to make because people who are new or on the journey and figuring it all out. And if you're in that same place, you're, you're, you want to start your own impact journey and you want to start your own social enterprise, the best people to learn are some of the people who are going through it. They're a couple of steps ahead of you and they're just figuring out the things that you need to figure out. So it's super fresh for them. They understand and yeah, they're probably more likely to help you out. But before we get into the episode, um, we're going to roll our first ad segment. And this is for Teha on Monaco, where we recorded this podcast thanks to Nahiri Communities. Um, so without further ado, let's roll the ad. Looking for a cool space to work or a legit venue for your next event? Everything you need is here at Teha on Monaco. Located in the heart of Monaco City, a hop, skip and a jump from the Monaco bus and train station. We've got super fast Wi-Fi, coffee machine, great people and an awesome vibe. Book online at www.teha.nz. Let's go to Teha or Monaco. Hey guys, um, welcome to Impact Sessions. Um, my name is Andy Crow, and we're super interested in finding out about um, super social entrepreneurs um, and the things that get them out of bed in the morning and some of the tools and tips and tricks and insights that they've gained on their journey. Um, today, I'm super stoked um, to have my mate, Raf, uh, Raf Lee. Um, yeah, six weeks ago, made a big jump. Um, and I'll, yeah, I'll get Raf to talk a bit about that. Great. Hi, Andy. It's nice to um, <clears throat> come along here to um, share my story and the journey as well. And um, Yes, yeah, so as Andy mentioned, um, six weeks ago, I made a big jump um, from being a business and innovation advisor for Auckland Tourism and Events and Economic Development to um, social entrepreneur running Master Seed um, Creative Studio with um, my partner in crime, Manawa, in Nahiri Communities. I just give you a background. I guess I, yeah, I'm I'm originally trained as an engineer, um, so I worked in um, many manufacturing companies and oil and gas industry as an engineer, and then I made a big shift to working in the public sector for the last three years, and got to the point where I had this massive drive in me to uh, make some impact of the, of the way that that I do things, and then and that's why I actually landed on them. This idea of I'm a social entrepreneur um, is my next past um, sort of passion, and also like you know I think working with actually quite interesting group of people like you know Manawa and Andy here is and really helped me sort of shaping the damn decision as well. So yeah, so that's where I am now. Awesome. Um, I really love that you checked out the word impact. We are on the the impact sessions blo- uh, podcast. Um, <laughs> what's the what's the impact that you're trying to make? So my uh, mission statement for uh, Master Seed Creator Studio is actually um, we are here to increase the um, self-efficacy and prosperity in South Auckland communities. So that is the, the main impact that I really want to see um, 
much fairer and equal distribution of wealth in our society. And that's, that's my own personal passion. Awesome. Um, so, you know I, know, I know a lot of people would have heard of self-esteem, self-belief. Yep. Self-efficacy might be a reasonably new one. Um, what's your understanding of that? So my understanding of self-efficacy is actually um, one, realizing your true potential as, as an individual and two, find the ways to actually execute and, and, um, and reap the benefit of your hard work. I and mean, that's kind of my definition of self-efficacy. Awesome. Um, yeah. So it's a, it's a bit of evolution from self-esteem. I think um, self-esteem is about actually having that kind of confidence in you and actually start treating yourself you know, fairly and equally. And yeah. self-efficacy is actually now going from that to actually find the ways to really challenge yourself and create something um, I guess meaningful um, out of the journey. Awesome. Um, journey, right? Yep. Six weeks ago, yep. did the big leap, did the jump. Um, what's the biggest thing or one of the biggest things that you've been learning so far? Well, it's a, it's a big question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, although I mean, um, you, Andy mentioned that it's been a six weeks, but um, this actually has been a much longer journey, uh, yep. to be honest. Um, it started off about two years ago, actually. Um, I was uh, sitting and listening to um, this this talk at the conference, and this where I really realized my passion for having um, social justice in in um, in the business sense. And um, so it's been a kind of three years, um, two years of actually thinking about it, and you know, just really testing out different things, and got to the point where I feel comfortable enough to, I guess, make the big jump. But the one thing that I have maybe real quickly, because um, yeah. you said like, because yeah. I mentioned six weeks. You said this has been this two, two and a half year journey. Yeah, yeah. What were some of the things that sort of fell into place and made you go like now is the time? Um, actually getting some clarity around the vision. Um, and and uh, But at the same time, the main thing was actually the people as well. Because um, I do believe that, you know, entrepreneurship, yes, it is a um, self-discovery journey. Um, and we talk about self-efficacy. But... You're not doing it on your own, mm-hmm. and um, the key thing is actually, yeah, that it's almost like you know, it kind of feels like the stars are lining up, and you know, say so you meet and start talking to the right people um, where you feel comfortable, and then and then you build enough, I guess, a trust with a person yeah. um, to actually say, yep, yeah, um, I now actually have a group of people that I can um, rely on and feed off. To actually take the next big jump. You know? Yeah, awesome. Yeah. And because um, what's interesting about that is, um, I think um, Bex is the community manager here at Nahere Communities to Hell Monaco, where we um, yeah. we're recording this podcast. Um, she said on her Facebook popped up that it's been a year since um, we opened the doors here. That's right. Yeah. And you were with us, you were with Nahere from the beginning um, as a tenant first at eighteen. Um, and what, when you were just talking about, you know, it's the people around you. Um, you know, like there's this um, quote that's been sort of bandied around quite a lot around, you know, you're the sum of the five people you hang out with the most. Yeah. Um, so super interesting, you know, that your journey to social entrepreneurship has accelerated while being that's in a right. space where there's people doing that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, as I mentioned, I mean, two years ago that um, the seed was planted in my heart, you know, yeah. that, I, that I want to actually uh, launch a social enterprise. And then over that, uh, and, and, and over the two years, um, two years, in my role, um, old um, role as a business and innovation advisors, I have met over 200 businesses um, at varying stages and in different industries, 
and then again they become like a little i guess if you kind of picture that the seed was planted yeah. and then and then there was like a watering can you know i'm pouring some water into my heart you know that um entrepreneurship is actually something that i really want to get myself into and then so slowly um that i guess that is a set sprouting yeah. and then a year ago i landed in um, nahedi communities and so in, in the co-working space as a tenant and then um that's where i felt you know the, the kind of the real dump of um, uh, fertilizer uh, by meeting yeah. some you know equally passionate um people with it and also a huge um, strong sense of alignment in the way we think and the way we actually want to work with the community yeah i think um that has been the real the kind of sort of um, progressive journey you know, like that and i and i can imagine um and correct me if i'm wrong but two years ago you would have had a different idea of the social enterprise that you'll be running versus yeah. what you're actually jumping yeah. into now um i mean yes and no like i mean it has evolved a lot but at the same time um that the core value of the core idea of actually uh I, it hasn't changed so i i still have that on a piece of paper that i wrote and i, I scribble something like incubator um social enterprise and helping people to develop their entrepreneurship uh, that mm. and and that still forms a core value of um, the Master Seed Creator Studio that we are actually helping people to develop um, their self-efficacy and the prosperity through entrepreneurship. Yeah. yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So you went from, I guess, with that, you know, those four things that you mentioned sort of quite wide. Yeah. And now being focused That's on right, a yeah. specific industry. Yeah. That's yeah. maybe what's different. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Um, so the people that I have met in the last year, and like yourself and Amanoa, um, really helped. They, they kind of um, fine tuning and the focusing into that, you know, an, an executable, um, I guess, an idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so oh, awesome. it, it certainly has been a real journey. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Um, I think it was a few weeks ago. We had a chat, and um, we were trying to figure something out. And I just yeah. said, you know, look in the mirror, Ref. What would what would business advisor Ref say to social <laughs> entrepreneur Ref? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I wonder if we could use that as a segue. Um, yeah, because I, I mean, honestly, the last amount of people, I think we had 130 views on my last um, my last uh, podcast that I put up to YouTube. Um, and I think most of those were Paul's friends. So yeah. it'd be really cool if you shared this link with your family. <laughs> um, so they, they, they'd, be, they'd be listening. But um, if you were like, let's imagine someone's watching and they, um, yeah, like they super new as well to the journey. Um, what's what's something you know like it's been that two years and now it's been six weeks of trying to put it all into place what's been the challenge i mean the main challenge in the simplest way is actually um practicing what i have been preaching and as i said you know um, my previous role evolved around and working directly with the individual business and actually trying to help them to, I guess, uh, navigate through the, um, the the ecosystem and understand what is actually they, uh, they need to do um, to grow their business from a business and innovation sense. So there's a lot of, um, I guess, uh, kind of textbook theories and, you know, yeah. and what to do and what not to do that I um, end up uh, presenting to the uh, business owners. Um, so I kind of walked away feeling, yeah, actually, I, I, know, I, I know fair bit, you know, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, in, in my head. You know, yeah. And, and then, but the, the biggest challenge is actually when you're trying to implement it, and then that's where I guess like, it, things get really you know, hairy because you, know, you get so many things that you have to think about, you know, and yeah. and um, you start wondering well, what is the right sequence, and and, and now actually I'm really um, in, like feeling you know <clears throat> what it's like 
to be and then business person that <laughs> on I'm the talking side, to yeah. Yeah, on the other side. You yeah. Know? So there has been a real um, revelation. Yeah. yeah. So do you have a do you have a way that you um that you sort of like approach making those decisions now? Yeah, like I mean, I really, I mean, nothing in kind of sort of formal way. I mean, it's not like I have some sort of like a spreadsheet or a canvas. Know, and a canvas. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but um, I'm really trying to sort of stick with that kind of principle about you know that you know, simple principle about what kills my project at this given moment. Because yeah. um, I. And and again, I mean, this goes back to this um, conversation that we had a few weeks ago. You know? Oh man, this yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling really a little bit awkward here because it's, it's not yeah. meant to be about. Oh, this is what Andy told me. Um, no, but I mean, I, but I we hang be, out lots. And, yeah, yeah. yeah and I have to be honest helps with that. Definitely yeah. gone both ways. Yeah, absolutely. And and um, given my engineering background, you know, like you know, um, I look at the problem and I start really um, naturally uh, have a tendency to actually start planning quite um, detail level. Okay, how do I actually execute this? You know, what are the um kind of what if number of like kind of contingencies and um, what if plans and you know and then the things just start going a little bit out of control in in some yeah. ways and and this that sort of a mentality probably works um, if it, if there's some I guess kind of known pathways to you know, deliver an engineering project but entrepreneurship again this is really um, unknown um, territories. So you could really, I mean, I ended up actually really confusing myself because there's yeah. a, a lot of things you kind of consider and, 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 and feeling super overwhelmed, you know? And then um, that one sentence, like, you know, what will actually kill my project right now? Yeah. That, um, say, if you think next three days or six, um, say, next one week, uh, what will actually kill my project? And that gave me a lot more clarity oh, awesome. um, to really stay focused. Yeah. And, and actually identify what is really important. Because uh, I think one of the things that you might find and um you know on different journeys and you know trying to build my own thing as well is that your engineering brain is going to serve you super well once um like there's the predictability let's say of of mustard seed working because that's when engineering is at its best right yeah like and you're using obviously using some of it now through your ideation through your brainstorming through creating plans through you know finding bottlenecks yeah um but when you go to scale or you know um get to that point of scale like then all of the stuff that you've been yeah. building up is gonna like really come to you know come to fruition you know people talk about building the plane as you fly it um but i feel like it's um it's like driving down the southwestern when it's foggy you yeah. know like i can't see 200 meters ahead but by but by moving towards it I actually get to my my endpoint. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. what I that's what I'm seeing. You know, and that's what's cool. We talked about. Um, we had a chat earlier, and we talked about you know, just the the irony of mentorship and how you know quite often we yeah. idolize people who've been right. there, done that. Yeah, yeah. You know, done that ten year journey. Yeah. When it's actually the people who are right there, you know, yeah. like listening to you talking, I'm going, oh flip, Andy makes us in this. Like I haven't. I'm not working on what's killing the business. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, when it's and it's exactly what I, I told you. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. you know, the whole um, entrepreneurship, I think, is actually becoming a, also a bit of a um, journey where you have to actually set aside your ego a bit. Um, so imagine, like, you know, if I was able to, uh, if I was to be able to be, uh, if I was actually able to say, hey, um, I just um, secure them, Elon Musk. Um, on my advisory you know board and he's, he's my mentor I mean that's gonna look fantastic you know but realistically speaking um, really will that actually bring really meaningful advice for me right now as a, as a young yeah. budding entrepreneur um, and in some ways I might, I'd be probably much better off as you're finding someone um, who has done 
I guess I'm running an agency for a year yeah. and then experience that kind of real blood and sweat and some of the failures and pain points himself or herself and actually um, put the precedent actually being my mentor yeah. real, much more realistic and yes it won't actually look fantastic on my little <laughs> LinkedIn profile yeah. but I think it will take me much further away of yeah. where I want to be right? yeah and it's the um yeah, that's definitely the irony of, yeah. you know, expertise and also like maybe even the story that we want to present to other people. That's right. Um, yeah. And um, yeah. And I just want to change tech real quick because um, what I found real interesting about, you know, where you've landed with Mustard Seed is how you've, um, you know, you mentioned the mission statement before. Yep. You st- yeah. It was slightly different, you know, um, and I know you did a, um, was it through Acumen Plus? You did a... Yeah. Did a course. Um, right. I'd be super interested to hear about, yeah, like how you landed on, you know, like where you felt the most impact could be made, and then also, um, what were some of the things that shaped the thinking that you're working on, what you feel would be the biggest impact area versus just where your heart was. Yeah. Um. Ooh, trying to sort of um find a concise way about answering the question. I mean, so I did that um, study um, through Ekman um, Plus on online and there was a sort of four weeks um, journey of learning you know, what is what it means to have an impact statement yeah. and how do we um, translate it into um, meaningful and measurable, I guess, that outcomes and outputs and then um, work backwards to yeah. then uh, create an input so you can nice have a, <clears throat> we can have a nice sort of pathways going from input to impact. Um, the, like the key learning from me was actually, um, and, and, and the main challenge was actually simplifying. You know, because I can, yep. you can easily talk about, you know, mm-hmm. probably several hundred words about what you want to deliver, but to actually boil it down, what is the real essence, yeah. uh, guts of it, down to like maybe, you know, 10 words um, was the real challenge. But at the same time, uh, it was a, such a revelation that, you know, even though it is a simple statement, once you have the clear connection bit from input to output and outcome and an impact, the simple statement could be really powerful to stay, I mean, uh, to steer you to the right direction. Yeah, and I, I, I remember that you had like a personal revelation too in terms of what's the, what's the, the actual thing that you were trying to change that's versus right. what Mustard Seed's doing. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, up to you if you want to go into that. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to sort of like a, kind of recollecting you know, like there's so many um, yeah discussions that we yeah have. so so like the thing that I remember is yeah. um, you talked um, your your personal sort of driver is like this thing around changing the face of entrepreneurship that's right yeah and I wonder if you want to just unpack that real quick yeah I mean that is um, still I think an underlying um, my mission statement um, so it may not actually be on the kind of the, the front face of it but when, when we actually unpack that you know the um having the self-efficacy what it actually means is, is that you know we often see this uh, um there's something like that can i feel and um, there's a misrepresentation of um the the community who are actually in the um, entrepreneurship it could be the cultural background or it could be the family background that is sort of um, stopping you or um, kind of driving you away from um, getting into entrepreneurship and then and that's where I want to actually see more diverse um, I guess the faces you know? yeah. and that's where um, what I mean by um, self efficacy you know is that you know it's kind of going over it um, overcoming some of the barriers that may actually stop you um, to become an entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah. And um, again, uh, the, the real challenge was actually kind of setting aside my personal drive 
but then they're kind of condensing it into um, the, the meaningful statement that yeah. actually rings truth to uh, other people too. And um, oh man, I think like we could probably do another podcast on that, which yeah. is, um, I think a lot of us, I mean myself included, like I got into, you know, social entrepreneurship, community development, because I've got this personal thing that I'm trying to like change, you know, like yeah, it's this thing yeah. I'm actually angry about in the world, which is that, um, for example, you know, like with Tech Library, um, I'm angry that there's companies out there and, you know, fair enough, you've got to run a business. Yeah. But schools are paying tens of thousands of dollars on, mm. on equipment and they're not getting the outcomes that they need in order to justify that cost. That's right. And yeah. so that's where Tech Library came from. And so for me, the challenge is going, you know, do I present that anger or do I present the solution? You know, and that's the, that's, yeah. that's, that's the, the, um, you know, and the solution is a compelling offer to those schools mm. to access tech library, not yeah. necessarily me, you know, being on a soapbox saying that, you know, they're getting fleeced by all these other companies. Um, and I, and I think that's a massive challenge, man, like for so many social entrepreneurs yeah. is separating, like not separating, like holding your personal drive to the people, you know, that's like, right, so yeah. like what we're yeah. doing right now. Yeah but then actually building a business, right? Like that's what you also have to do? Yeah, I mean, it really um, comes down to um, the, the discipline as well. Because um, mm -hmm. I mean, you could quite easily be distracted by your um, personal drive, which is I mean, very important that you have to maintain. Um, but at the same time, um, when we talk about social enterprise, it is a business as well. Um, and then that's why I think I, I believe that we're, um, that's where the, the real challenge of running a social enterprise as opposed to running a business because um, yeah. you know you got that, that ongoing business challenge around keeping it profitable but at, at the same time keeping it very clear impactful i guess a message yeah um, but not to get confused with your personal drive you know because mm -hmm. um, at the end of the day you got to have a message that is actually appealing to the um the, the wider public yeah so they can attract that attention to your business and oh, then feeding it back to your band yeah yeah, so I think it is a real challenge, and then yeah. um, I'm discovering that you know that um so that definitely social enterprise actually requires you to and have a couple of more layers on top of you know the ongoing um, business yep. challenges. Yeah, man, um, we've just knocked off twenty minutes, um, right. <laughs> and I feel like we could keep going. Yeah, and we yeah. usually do. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe real quickly, um, you know, to whoever's listening, like. What do you have going on? So I know like you, you've got mustard seed, but like maybe what's a personal project or um yeah, I think just a chance for you to share some of the stuff that's going on for you. Oh my personal project, um I um I always I love I'm tinkering in my garage. You know? Yeah. Um and, and it's been about a year sort of been finishing up building my garage in the backyard and in there I have a small project sort of like you know, um making things out of a wood um, doing a bit of woodworking yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. So it's it's my personal project, and yeah. I, I do yeah. want to share that you know I mean I've got a YouTube channel um, called Master Seed um, Creator Studio, and then there's a, a oh, awesome we'll link that somewhere. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a channel where I'll be sharing some of my um, personal projects too. You know, fantastic. Yeah, um, Ref, it's been an absolute pleasure, um, yeah. and man, I feel like it could be like you know I feel like I'd be cheating too, but I feel like we could just have this podcast impact sessions, just me and you talking. Um, but that would be the lazy option. Um, yeah, it's been really cool chatting to you. And um, yeah, um, we'll link all the rest stuff um, yeah. down below. Um, there's no Instagram or thing up yet, but um, he is working out of Te Hau Monaco. Maybe talk about the space and what's possible 
if someone's a creative out there yeah looking, um for yeah. those um for you all creatives out there um so within um Manuka, we have created uh, must have said um creator studio so it's a small studio space um, comprised of um podcast studios and video equipment and sounding now uh, recording equipment which we are recording our podcast from right now and also yeah. it's a um, real um, community where we can actually come and jam with other creatives so we're trying to create this um underground um community building thing called night hustle whatever open studio night where you can just walk in and meet other creatives and yeah. and um really just building the ecosystem here yeah and i really love that idea because um I mean, I, I'm at home at the moment uh, between, I say, 8 till late, you know, yeah. and, it's, and it's the sort of the time you have as a dad. Yeah. Um, and so many others um, got their day job, but also got their side hustle that they're dreaming about. Yeah. Um, and I can't wait to see what happens with yeah. the night hustle school. So, well, not school, but s- spot session. Yeah, so keep watching or, I don't know, keep listening to this channel and then, yeah, yeah for what's happening. I think there's, um, there's a real buzz that um, the that, that Tehau Manaka will transform um, the face of Monaco, you know, how we actually impact the, the rest of Auckland. And so I fully believe in that. Awesome. Yeah. And we'll finish on that note. Thank you so much, Ray. Okay, thank you. Bye. That was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could go on quite, for quite a while, eh? Yeah. Awesome. That's a wrap for episode three um if you really enjoyed that episode i'd love some feedback or if you've listened to the three episodes now um we'd really love some feedback on some questions you'd like to hear some insights you'd like to hear or where you think um yeah um we could do better um and one of the ways you can do that is you can click the anchor link in the show description and that will send the question through to me or you can email me at hello at andymakes.co that's hello at andymax.co and yeah, all, pre- all feedback's appreciated. We're on a learning journey. We're trying to do this thing better. Um, also, yeah, if you really enjoy what you're listening to, um, yeah, some an email about that could be cool too. So um, yeah, until next time, um, our next episode will be dropping next Friday. Cheers, guys. Have a great weekend. Bye.